Welcome to the I Should Have Known podcast with Soups, Andy, and Tanner. It's a trivia podcast with a twist. Each episode, we dive into an interesting topic, and the host will share four big facts about it. But beware, one of those facts is total BS. Play along with the others to try to figure out which one is the lie, and by the end, you'll be saying, I should have known. Welcome to another episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. Today is a special Halloween episode, so the structure is a little different. Tanner is going to tell us four spooky stories, but one of them he completely fabricated. So let's see if we can figure out which one he made up. So these stories, three of them are based on real folk tales, or they were actually told by people. Yeah, because like, you can't really call them facts because right. they're like about monsters. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so these stories are all documented. Yeah, these are documented folk tales or stories, yeah. Except one. <laughs> so we'll see how good of a horror writer I am. Oh my god. He, <laughs> you, none of you can see this, but uh, Tanner has a flashlight under his face while he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a campfire. But generally, how do you guys deal with horror? Do you like this genre of movies, TV shows? <laughs> no, absolutely not. My favorite movies are like kids movies. I seriously only watch cartoons. Yeah, I don't like scary things. I feel like I'm really sensitive as a person and I don't like horror. I don't like gore, but I don't mind like weird and creepy things. Okay. So like that doesn't bother me, but I don't like violence and murder and stuff like that. Gore. I don't like that. Game of Thrones was okay for you? Yeah, I mean, there were definitely some parts that uh, were really intense, but yeah, no, that's fine. It's the it's stuff like American Horror Story and Saw, mm-hmm. these kinds of things that are like, what do they call it? Hack and slash? Or I'm not even sure what the terms are, but yeah, I don't like that. And the psychological stuff, I don't like that either. No, I like okay. kids movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one might be tough for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little nervous. I hope these are more like spooky and creepy stories than like actual horrific things happening yeah fair warning these are spooky stories so if you're easily spooked then maybe uh oh i'm glad i'm hosting this (laughs) yeah be aware for horror and scares i'm pretty okay with most things let's see what what really creeps me out things that are bodily are kind of creepy which is hilarious because you're a medical doctor You've watched autopsies. I don't get how you can sit here and be like, oh, body stuff creeps me out. Like, you're in the wrong field. Yeah. Body <laughs> stuff for me is okay, especially when they're dead. Thank God you're not a surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's like my body or poking me in the eye. Yeah. Tanner is weird with <laughs> eyes. That I do know that. So that's why he did an entire episode on eyes, because yeah. he had to get over his fear. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Soups? Um, for me, I really hated horror when growing up, but it was one of those hated in the sense that I did not like it, but I did enjoy watching it. I'm not particularly a big fan of the genre that, you know, I watch every horror movie that comes to town, but I wouldn't mind watching it every now and then. All right, let's do it. Okay. And I also gave each story a fun nickname so we can refer to them more easily. Okay, cool. Got it. I'm so excited. 
before you start, I just have to say this one thing. Even though it's a podcast and it's only audio, you get full points for set design. <laughs> <laughs> He's like under a blanket with a, with a yeah. flashlight under his face. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Go for it. All right. Story number one. The Pincher or the Gyanganger of Scandinavia. In Scandinavian folklore, the Gyanganger is a completely corporeal being risen from the dead. Becoming a Gyanganger after death is a fate open to anyone who still has unfinished business with friends or family, usually those who were killed or killed themselves. The Gyanganger visits its victims while they're fast asleep. It enters unlocked rooms and pinches the sleeping person with the deadening knap, or the dead man's pinch. When the victim awakens, they'll notice their skin turning blue where they were touched. This bruise spreads, the skin shrivels and dies, as the spirit's infection slowly works its way towards the heart, when the victim finally dies. The Gyanganger appears completely human to the naked eye, but there are means of boarding against them. The coffin containing someone who might rise and become a Gyanganger can be carried over the church wall instead of going through the gates. It must be carried three times around the church, and a runic inscription must be carved inside the coffin to prevent a spirit from rising and becoming a Gyanganger. Okay. Wow. First things first, is that the etymological root of Gengar, the Pokemon? Because <laughs> that's all I could hear you say. That, oh, Gengar. Co- I couldn't stop giggling because Gengar comes and pinches you in the night. Gengar. <laughs> there are definitely certain moments in the story where I was really feeling it, especially yeah. the part where you'd, like, you'd be fast asleep and he'd pinch you. Uh, you guys live together. I live alone, so I'm very careful tonight. <laughs> yeah, right? You can only prevent the body from rising. Like, once one's risen... No turning back. Good luck. <laughs> wow, that was a really good story. Haven't heard of it. No, the pincher. Okay. I like how he just pinches you. It's very subtle, yeah. but creepy. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready for story two. Let's do it. Yeah. Story number two. The Ghost Pigs, or the Humu Pi of Thailand. In the monsoon rains of the border region between Thailand and Cambodia, farms become slick with mud and crops start to fail. If the rains don't drown out the plants, then the giant ghostly visitors roaming the countryside dig them up. Walking over the foothills near the Dongrek Mountains, And looking across the fields at the end of the rainy season, farmers often spot hulking gray hogs treading across their waterlogged land. Upon closer inspection, the farmers say they are pig spirits rooting up the fields, knocking over fences, and leaving behind ruts and mud. They say you know the herds are coming when the heavy rains begin to die down, the livestock go eerily quiet, and the fog and squealing comes over the hills. There's nothing to be done except clean up their mess and stay out of their way, unless you can afford to offer them a pile of their favorite food. 
Legend has it that they send the monsoon rains so mushrooms will sprout and grow for months. And only when the rains stop do they come to harvest their thick, juicy crops. Then they vanish again, their squeals echoing behind them. Okay. I think that's interesting because they're not murdery pigs. They're just uh, troublesome piggies. They're not like, I like that. They're not just like murdering people randomly, indiscriminately, like a pincher. But they're like, oh, <laughs> we're just rutting around for mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what they they look like. They're just like giant pigs. They're like gray and like ghostly. Okay. Why do ghost okay. pigs like mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. And back to in Thailand. Well, three things for me. Yes. Number one. I don't think I was as scared as story number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love the fact that we started in Norway and then straight dived into Thailand and Cambodia. <laughs> That's so international. It's yeah. amazing. And the third point is I just realized I used to have this uncle who used to read me stories uh, when I was young. And it's been a while since someone read me any story. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Tanner, for doing this. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Love it. <laughs> Creepy. Creepy story. It's a good way to spend Halloween, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The pigs remind me of that painting by Dolly of like the elephants. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's how I'm picturing the pigs. With, the super like... creepy ones with the long legs. For sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. Now, this one's a little extra creepy. Creepy or like gross? A little gross. Okay. Story number three. The Unhappy Undead or the Strigoi of Romania. Before he went to the cemetery, he came home. He was drunk, and he said he was going to dig up Toma. I told him to stay calm, but he didn't want to listen to me, says his wife. But he interrupts her. If I didn't do what I did, the dead man's niece wouldn't live today. She had fallen ill. Toma had turned into a strigoi, and night was coming upon her. The girl told us that her dead uncle took the form of an animal and attacked her. He was pulling on her to take her to the grave. The father of the haunted girl asked me to help him. Together with four other boys from the village, we went to Toma's grave. I drank half a liter of brandy before. The boys dug up the dead man, and I climbed on top of him, counted four ribs, and I cut. At that moment, the dead man moaned, a sign that he had turned into a strigoi. When I reached for his heart, blood started to flow. But Toma had been dead for six weeks. A neighbor of Toma's says they took out his heart, burnt it, and drank the ashes in a glass of water. He does not regret what he did, because he says, his deed brought a girl back to life, and now she thanks me for saving her life. Ew! <laughs> That's my first impression. It's <laughs> hardcore. Kind of love it, though. That's pretty gross. Yeah. The drinking of the ashes was like, whoa, what? <laughs> I, th- I think the first two stories laid the perfect foundation for story number three. It put you in the right mood for it? I kept thinking of, like, the Stryga from Slavic folklore. Yeah, in Poland, there's the Stryga. 
Wow, all three stories so far, so good. So, <laughs> I love all of them. <laughs> that one was much more narrative. Yeah, I know. I have no comments. I love the story. <laughs> it's it's gross, definitely gross. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like because we have one more to hear. Yes, but it's yeah. like, how am I gonna ever figure out which one is? <laughs> unless this one is just super obviously Tanner, like made this. <laughs> Tell us something about the story before you start narrating. Number four. Yes. So number four is it's not as creepy. It's more like the pig one, where it's like a description of a folklore. More like, you know, Loch Ness Monster sort of thing. Right. Okay. Let's do it. Story number four. Story number four. The sea sorcerers, or the finfolk of Scotland. The finfolk are unique to Orkney and Shetland. They're a race of amphibious sea people who can step out of the water onto land as they choose. They can be helpful or harmful. They're powerful sorcerers who can control the weather bringing pleasant sea waters or dangerous storms. There is a tale about a young Orcadian woman called Annie Norn, who mysteriously disappeared from her home. The villagers whispered that she had been taken by the fairies, never to return. One day, many years later, Annie's cousin, Willie, was on a ship from mainland Scotland, returning home to Orkney after being away for a long, long time. A dense fog rolled in, and the ship became disoriented. Suddenly, a small boat appeared to be heading toward the ship with only one woman on board. The crew said, She's a Finn wife. Don't let her on board. But Willie recognized his long-lost cousin and assured them there would be no harm. What Willie didn't know was that his cousin was no longer a human, but a true Finn wife. Using her magic, she caused the fog to lift and steered the vessel into the peaceful harbor of Hildeland. The crew could behold a glistening and magical island before their eyes. Hildeland was a beautiful island paradise. After the sailors were fed and rested, they were guided back to familiar water. Okay. Incredible. I feel like I'm going to really look pretty stupid with this one because I spent two weeks on Orkney. And I feel like I should know this. I don't know if they, in Orkney, they keep telling you ghost stories everywhere you go. I don't know. I had a lot of like fireside conversations with people in Orkney. There's not much else to do, it's pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a cool story. I, I liked it. This was um, very straightforward. Mm-hmm. And they were nice. Yeah. They were kind of like capricious. Yeah. Right. Okay. Tanner, we definitely can't ask you to re-narrate <laughs> all the story. Yeah. So can you just list the four story titles? You got it. Three of these stories are based on actual folklore with some details and quotes coming from real newspapers. The other one I totally made up. And here they are. Story number one, The Pincher of Scandinavia. Story number two, The Ghost Pigs of Thailand. Story number three, The Unhappy Undead of Romania. And story number four, The Sea Sorcerers of Orkney, Scotland. Amazing. 
But before we guess which one's real or fake, I think, Andy, tell me which one is your favorite of the four. I like the narrative on the Romanian undead. I like the structure of that one. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick that too. Story number three was was amazing. If that one turns out to be a lie, Tanner, job well done. (laughs) Yeah, I am curious a little bit, like, to what did, like, you entirely fabricated the lie. So the lie I wrote from scratch. Yeah, it's not like you tweaked a real story and like just changed details. You completely fabricated this. So the one I made up, I completely came up with on my own, wrote from scratch, and then double checked to make sure that that's not a real folklore in oh that my area. God. <laughs> that is crazy. We're so screwed. Wow. Okay. Oh man. What's going through your head? Are you thinking about the names? Are you thinking about the regions or just the way it was written or I have no idea. <laughs> I got a loss. I feel like each one of them had elements that I feel were real. I'm gonna just like go out and just pick one. I think the first one is a lie and a hundred percent I only think that because the name sounds so much like Gengar from Pokemon. <laughs> I think you like took that name and you're like, oh what is that referring to? And then made up a story. <laughs> They all sound so real to me that I feel like any kind of logic or trying to figure it out. For me, I think amongst all the stories, the one that I think is lie is number two, the ghost pigs of Thailand. For the simple reason, I have never heard about mushrooms in the borders of Thailand and Cambodia. Uh-huh. I feel like that's where you let your creativity go loose. It's a brilliant story. <laughs> no doubt about that. But I think that's the one that you totally made up. I think uh, if I can speak for you for a second, I think we both just yeah. really want the third one to be real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. The big reveal. I'm so excited for this. So the big reveal. So the Orkney one, I was trying to mess with you, but that's real. That's actually a thing they tell in Orkney culture. People have written papers on it, actually. That's an actual story that I came across. I have heard of Finfoot, yeah. The third one, the narrative structure, that's also real. Yes. (laughs) I'm so happy that one's real. (laughs) The different structures, because those are quotes from a newspaper article. So in like 2004, this guy really did that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 2004? Yeah, so the Strigoi, they really have that folklore. Is it related to the Striga? Yeah, so in Poland, it's the Striga, and in other places, they have a similar name. But it's basically like a version of vampires or werewolves. And in Romania, it's really a strong belief, so much so that this guy went and killed one, according to him. 2004! See, when you were telling the story, I was like, oh yeah, you know, like, it's a medieval thing. 2004! (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, okay. All right, so the one I made up was story number two. So the Gengonger is a real thing in Scandinavia, <laughs> and it's always on the top of the weirdest horror story lists because he pinches you and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ridiculous death. <laughs> yeah, but the ghost pigs I made up. You made up yeah. the non-European one? Yeah. You know what gave it away for me? I think it's the amazing but unusual combination of wild pigs, mushrooms, and the borders of Thailand and Cambodia, Mm -hmm. you know? Because the other ones are very local. Like, you know, you had the local phrases. If you put in some Thai words or some Cambodian (laughs) phrases there. Was the name you gave just like some dish? (laughs) I just Google translated ghost pigs and that's humupi. Oh, God. They do have pigs and they do right. grow mushrooms, but oh. there's no 
story about all of these together. There's no ghost pig. How did you come up with that? So (laughs) here's my creative process. First, I was like, I want it to have alliteration. I'm just going to write about America because I know that. So I'm going to do Boston. And then, okay, what creepy B words start like Boston? The Boston Butcher. Okay, so I'm going to write this story about this guy who goes missing, and then you just find meat hooks everywhere, people go missing. Okay, maybe not so many killings, maybe he just kills pigs. Maybe farms around Boston, pigs go missing, or people start turning into pigs, ghost pigs. Okay, well, the other three are in Europe, and this other Japanese story I found, which I got rid of, is too gruesome. So I'm going to shift it, and then where do I not know much about? Maybe (laughs) Okay, I see (laughs) It's amazing. This feels like a masterclass on storytelling. <laughs> yeah, right? And I must say, I'm genuinely impressed. Thanks so much. Fantastic. So job well done. I love you. it. I think this is a great, special, spooky Halloween episode. And so happy Halloween, everyone. And I should have known that you made up the ghost pigs. <laughs> should have known. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get bonus content and suggest topics for future episodes. And of course, be sure to subscribe. Maybe even send the episode to your friends and find out who among you is really the smartest. Spooky. Spooky.